Hello, and welcome back to another episode, episode 21 of Healing Words with Christine. This podcast is for people who want a daily dose of personal development support, believe in the power of alternative healing and energy work, and are ready to build a relationship with their mind, body, and spirit. Today's episode is yet another update, um, somewhat personal, but also, uh, you know, for you, um, you know, starseed, lightworker, newly awakened soul, whatever you want to call yourself. Um, and I also want to talk a little bit about manifestation and you know, the, the, the notion of creating your reality, because there's so many pieces to it. It's not just one thing. <laughs> um, rarely is anything just one thing, <laughs> as you come to realize um, when you're multidimensional. Um, you know, because once you become multidimensional, you naturally start to see through many perspectives and many lenses and there are many um, causes to different things. Not necessarily, you know, so maybe you have one cause, but you, but it causes like 25 different things, right? Um, so, or effects, you know, so you have the cause and then the effect is, is straight across the board, <laughs> which is why I've had such a hard time defining the way I work to a lot of people because, um, you know, and I talked about this in a post um online uh we we have we are sort of pushed to make the uncertain certain and not that my work is uncertain or I feel uncertain about it it's that you know I'll bring work I'll I'll work with somebody and you know the idea of we work on say one problem but that one problem that one issue below the surface caused 50 other things in their life, 50 other issues or had 50 other sort of effects in their life. And then as soon as you work through the root cause, the root issue, it affects all 50 of those things, you know, in different ways. And so um, it's really hard, you know, I've, I've struggled personally to just sort of articulate uh, everything that I do because it's it's one of those things that I could talk all day about it you know and as somebody who literally trained to be a professional writer that was literally what I went to school for you know it was really about learning how to make things as cohesive as possible you know and um, I will get back to the writing thing um, I will I want to talk briefly about that um, and about how, you know, it's a gift that has emerged in, 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 in a way that it's revealed itself over time. And that gifts, when you discover you have a certain gift, say, um, which is likely that you have that gift because you've honed a skill over many, many lifetimes. Um, anyways, um, you know, it, it reveals itself in a way that maybe you didn't assume it was that to begin with. So, for example, when I 
was sort of informed that writing was my gift and I recently had a, another confirmation around that um, within the last couple of days through some channeling that I did um, I realized that like it's not what I thought it was <laughs> and it was but it wasn't because it was like almost like well I don't really want to go down the road of journalism I didn't really want to go down the road of uh, writing other people's books for them which is are some of the things I did I didn't necessarily want to go down the road of article writing, which was also something I did. And all of these different things um, that, you know, didn't exactly lead me to where I wanted to go, but it, it taught me something. And so I'm a 3-5 manifester and uh, a 3, if you've got a 3 in your chart, it just means that you you tend to go through things, it feels like it blows up in your face or you quote unquote fail at it there's no such thing as failure it's always looking at it as a, a learning experience so in any case <laughs> um, I'll talk a little bit about that I didn't want to go too much into that I really want to address the collective so let's start with that um, I want to just say that the collective is going through um, there's an awakening happening we're, we're aware that that's a thing that is happening um and and what it really just means is illumination uh awareness right um that's what light means you know um stepping into the light becoming enlightened right light um it's just shedding light on darkness shedding light that which on that which is was hidden or that was that which was shrouded in illusion potentially right which is what a lot of what's happening and it doesn't really matter what you believe or what you you know to be true because <laughs> it's is truth is such a, a funny thing especially perceptual truth um truth is one of those things that continuously reveals itself like new levels and new layers <laughs> and it's it goes hand in hand with what i was saying before about people wanting to make something uncertain certain right if i can just pin this thing down this elusive thing down then i can make it certain and i can confine it to a box and then I can put a label on that box and then I can understand it all. But that's like trying to put like the universe in a box and it doesn't really work like that. <laughs> you know, how do you like it when somebody puts you in a box that it doesn't feel too great? Um, not that not, and I'm not accusing anyone of doing anything. It's just more of coming into the awareness that truth is, yeah, it's a lot of things. And then once you, you know, the process of awakening is so, uh, it's magical. It's really is magical. And the reason it's magical is because like once you've like hit one layer of understanding and realization and you're like, oh my God, now I understand everything, you know, um, you know, you, you, you keep going and you're like, okay, but there's gotta be more. There's gotta be more. There's always more. Right. And this is what something uh, one of my guides said when I was channeling the other day. It was like, um, I was channeling uh, extra dimensionals, interdimensionals, whatever, um, which I don't normally do. But 
um, they came to me. <laughs> I was just like, thanks guys. And they're like, hey, do you have questions? I'm like, um, sure. And don't worry, I'm very um, discerning of anything that I, you know, let in. I've had so many psychic attacks, it's insane. So I'm like very like careful about all that stuff. Um, but they said something to that effect and, and it was like, it was like, um, you know, stop trying to make the uncertain certain and, you know, waking up or awakening or whatever is, is a sort of a step-by-step process. It's like, you know, as soon as you think, you know, something, another layer of it gets revealed and then everything you knew before or everything you believed before suddenly becomes, uh, what's the word? almost pointless, almost meaningless. Like, it's like, oh, okay, I understood that. But now this thing that I know now blows that out of the water. Like, come on, man. Right? So it's, you know, I think awakening really is just like a process of discovery of yourself, of life, you know? And and we're always going to keep asking questions like they, you know, there's always more, right? There's always more. And that's, again, you know, that's what the, um, what I channeled was like, there's always more. I said, cause that was something I asked about. And I said, okay. Um, you know, once they gave me a bunch of information on a specific question, I was like, okay, is there more? They said, there's always more. And they just laughed at me. And I thought, oh, aren't you funny? Yeah, of course there is, you know, and that whole, but wait, there's more. <laughs> it really does ring true. Um, so I'm just, I just wanted to kind of bring you into that a little bit and, and just have an understanding of where information could be coming from it. I, I do channel a lot of information. Holy Spirit is actually like my main source of information. I literally the Holy Spirit, I will channel that. Um, and, uh, you know, and I'm not religious. They so don't really belong to any of that because it's sort of, um, it's one of those things that like, I've like discovered different levels of truth. And then, and then the next level blew that truth out of the water. <laughs> it's like kind of the same thing. That enlightenment process is a, it's, it's a living consciousness almost. It's not, it's not just one thing. You know, and and that's what I'm gonna keep saying throughout this podcast is is nothing is just one thing. So I'm Christine. I am a channeler. I am a energy reader. I I'm a psychic. Um, mainly, I work with clairvoyance, clair um, uh, audience. So um, clairvoyance seeing, and then audience hearing. Um, but I also have managed to really tap into my clairsentience and claircognizance, feeling and knowing, and uh, not that relevant, but I can smell <laughs> psychically, <laughs> so it's like, that's always fun. Um, but either way, and, and, and I also work in a lot of healing modalities. I use a lot of healing modalities to work in my work, um, and so those are the things that I do, and I'm a light worker here to help humanity um, and bring, um, you know, really help anchor that higher timeline, um, but also really work with people on a personal level. Um, I love doing that. I'm 
not much for like the co- like I'm aware of cosmic channeling I'm aware of planetary channeling and I know how to channel for the collective as well but I really love working one-on-one with people that's that's a lot of fun for me because it's uh it's interesting people are interesting um, when I was in school, I used to paint and, and my main subject was always people because I always thought they were so complex and I still believe that to be true. Um, if I went back to school, I'd probably go back to school for psychology, but knowing what I know now, it's so limiting. The education system is so limiting and it's not enough for me. It's like, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. It's like, it's not satisfying. <laughs> so, um, Anyway, I wanted to just kind of give a brief update and so I think it really is, you know, coming back to this discovering truth is sort of, um, it's, it's not something you can just pin down as one thing um, and that we have multiple perspectives that we see things through. You know, we have, you know, everyone has a valid perspective, you know, and And that's the thing I want you to take away from this episode, especially, um, you know, I I actually intend to be doing more of this stuff, um, more information, more sharing, um, more like, here's what I'm observing, here's what I'm sensing, what do you think, and how are you feeling about that, and, you know, what's your truth, you know? And have you looked at your truth? Have you examined your truth? Is your truth stagnant or is it free-flowing with everything being revealed around us, you know? Um, And so I think this is such an amazing time that we're in, you know, especially on the topic of truth. Like, damn. (laughs) Like, I cannot even with that, right? It's because it's... um, you know, I think we tend to get fixated on a truth or a perspective or, you know, and, and, and that truth might not even be, you know, encaps, you know, incorporating anything that actually is true, you know, um, you know, on our world right now, like in, in, uh, you know, at this time in history and in this moment in 2020, we're coming to realize, I think a lot of us, and, and maybe you're not there yet, if you're not there yet, you don't have to take this on. Um, I think we're coming to realize that, um, you know, our sources are tr- of truth <laughs> or of what we perceive to be the sources of truth, uh, media or, um, you know, uh, just uh, certain authority figures, uh, certain bodies of structures and organizations perhaps with different letters in their names (laughs) we will not be going too much into it um may not be telling us you know the actual truth about things and i think a lot of people's minds and and whether you're you know admitting to yourself or not or whether you accept this or not and if you don't that's fine this isn't for you but if you are questioning things, which is something I've always been encouraged to do since I was a kid, I was literally asking why all the time. It used to drive my parents crazy. But, um, you know, and, and then school was more of that, you know, especially uh, second post-secondary education and university and stuff. It was, it was really like, you know, think critically, ask more questions, 
you know, follow these trails of, you know, who gets, who benefits off of me buying into this thing, right? The whole marketing thing, right? So truth is such a, an intangible thing at this point because there's so much, um, there's so much illusion, you know, there's so much illusion. And then, you know, you find a source of maybe that's an alternative source of truth or an alternative perspective. And then you're still not quite sure if that's the truth. I used to have this problem with religion all the time, actually. And I I don't have a problem with religion anymore. Like I'm, hey, you know what, you do you. But um, I used to be really frustrated because, you know, I'd find out a truth that didn't exactly go with the um, belief that I had about, you know, the religion I grew up with. So I I grew up, I was raised Catholic and, um, you know, you're told whatever you're told (laughs) Um, in, you know, going to church and, and, uh, you know, going to a Catholic school and, and then, and then you start learning about history and then you're like, wait a second. I thought I was part of something that that loved people, that 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 did good things for people, that helped the poor, and 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 maybe they did, you know, maybe they're, you know, maybe that's that's also true too, and so this is where we come back to understanding multidimensionality, recognizing that there can be multiple paradoxical things true at once, and so I, I, you know, of course, then you learn about the Crusades and 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 you know all of these different things and. And, um, and so for a long time, I was like, you know, I, I can't stand, I can't be part of this thing, this religion, this is, this is, they've did some really bad stuff and they're not even owning it, you know, they're not even owning up to it. And then they're telling people that, you know, they're, they're good and, and they're, you know, and I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying that this, there's so much conflicting stuff, right? So it puts you, you know, as a teenager or as a, you know, a kid in a really like confusing sort of compromised position where you're like, okay, this is what I'm told to do and to believe, but it doesn't go along or this is what I'm told is the truth. This is what is happening or something is actually happening and it is actually factually true. And then you look back and you're like, but that doesn't go along with my belief system. So either that can't be true or I'm holding on to a belief system that isn't true. And I think a lot of people are going through that experience, you know, and I, you know, as somebody who I I identify as a starseed, you know, I went through so many dark nights of the soul where, where it was like, I was constantly finding my beliefs were being invalidated and and then having to face or deal with the fact that like there's something outside of like there's this truth over here and it doesn't agree with what I believe to be true or what my parents told me you know lovingly and why would somebody who loved me tell me a lie like I couldn't understand that it just didn't fathom you know of course a, a child can't fathom that right you know um you know especially if you really just believe in the good of people and it's only in once you get older and then you start to do all this inner work you start to realize like well nobody can teach you something that they don't that they don't know 
right? Or they don't believe or they they don't know how to do themselves. You know, say for example, you were you 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 finally realize like, oh my gosh, I didn't I don't know, I don't love myself, for example, right? Like maybe that's a belief you you start to realize you have that you don't love yourself and or that you're unlovable, right? And then you think, oh my gosh, like well, where did I learn that? Oh, I learned that from my caregiver. And then you're like, oh my gosh, well, why would my caregiver do that to me? That's horrible, right? And then you get into this sort of anger, right? It's like the 12 steps of grief or whatever. And, you know, denial and and uh, anger and, and um, bargaining and all of these things, right? You go through this whole process, which I think as a collective is what we're all going through. Um, and I'll segue into my grief workshop in a moment, but, um, you know, so you go through that and, you know, you start to think, oh my gosh, well, you know, why would my caregivers lie to me and, and don't they love me? And, and then you realize, well, yeah, they do. And they only taught you the thing that they themselves believe to be true, right? So what we have right now is many generations of people so this is all ancestral as well as you know coming from our upbringings and stuff like that and and our parents upbringings and what we have is 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 you know a world in which we deem certain people to be uh tellers of truth this is the truth right uh, you know, historians, for example, or scientists, or um, you know, teachers—they know the truth. Like they wouldn't teach me something that was untrue. They would never do that. I, I you know, they're authority figure. I have to trust them, right? And this is something that, you know, our parents taught us, and and their parents taught them, and and you know, in a perfect world, that would be true, right? Um. And so what we're learning at this time is that truth is something that becomes, it, it, it's, it's, it's alive, it's a consciousness. And so it, and it requires digging and it requires looking at belief systems and subconscious programming. And there's just so much to sift through that, I mean, I could talk about this for hours, to be honest. <laughs> there's so much for us to sift through that it's almost overwhelming and I think that's why you know it's easier to just decide that well what I believe must be the is got to be the truth because I literally cannot deal with the fact that there's information that I can't even discern because I was not taught that you know just me playing you know an average human right now I was not taught how to discern things I was not taught to distrust um, an authority figure or that if I did distrust them, that I could turn to someone else, right? So yeah, maybe I don't trust, uh, I don't trust this authority figure or that authority figure. But then at the end of the day, I'm not taught to turn to some. Like there's nobody else for me to turn to, or oh well, I better turn to this other authority figure, right? And and so people are getting really frustrated, really confused, and they don't want, they don't know what the heck to believe. The other thing that's happening is that our, you know, the media and other sources like that are losing their credibility because as 
people come forward to tell their stories of like what they're really experiencing, um, you know, we're going to start to realize that like, wow, there's been a lot of uh, shady stuff (laughs) been happening, right? Without getting into too much details, right? I just wanted to let you know that if you are feeling this way and then you're like, okay, but if if the authority figures aren't on my side or if this person isn't on my side that I've always trusted, then who is? And I really just wanted to say that, you know, you've got to be on your side. That is number one. And my, you know, the work that I do um, with my clients is really a process of leading you back to yourself or leading them back to themselves to look at themselves as the authority figures that they have been looking for outside of themselves um you really have to learn to trust yourself and our social programming teaches us to distrust ourselves teaches us to distrust our intuitive nudges or when we have a feeling about something um, or, uh, you know, there's just something that we intuitively know, but it goes against what someone else is saying. You know, that's gaslighting, by the way. Like, like it goes against what they say. We tell them that, and then they're like, no, it's not true, right? And I actually did um, an emotional clearing the other day, actually, funny thing, um, where... I don't even remember the details to be completely honest. So I just went through with my subconscious um, to direct me and and just based on what that inner child version of me said, I think I think it was an eight-year-old version of me existing in this reality, I, I'm, I'm assuming, although she could have existed in another parallel reality, I don't know. But the point is, um, it came back to this idea of like, not trusting what I knew to be true. So I've always had that, you know, psychic inner knowing about things. And I was told that I would say things that, you know, people don't say, you're not supposed to say that to people, right? Kind of thing. Um, Not in a rude way, but in a, in a way that it was like, I couldn't fathom why somebody would lie about certain things or, you know, it just didn't make sense to me. Um, Anyway, went back did some time travel therapy type stuff that I do with other with my clients but I've also I also do it with myself because obviously you're your best patient <laughs> obviously <laughs> this is how this works um you figure out what's wor- what works for you and then you make you work it and then you help other people you know figuring out what works best for them but anyway um I went back in time and I just did this work and and it was what came up was I had known something about someone and I told it to this other kid in in this class that I was in and and it was something about their parents like something I kind of knew or or maybe I saw I don't remember the details but I just remember that it was like I knew something and I knew it to be true and I told this other kid and they were like no that's not true there's no way and so you know it didn't matter if it was true or not and it didn't matter if what that kid said was just out of defensiveness or it was genuinely true what it did is it caused me to question my own inner knowing 
right? Um, because, you know, when you're a kid, you don't know how to discern these things. You don't know how to, how to, um, un- you don't, you don't understand that, you know, another person's perspective isn't necessarily going to be aligned with yours, but it doesn't mean your perspective isn't true or it doesn't mean your perspective is invalid. But of course, as a kid, you don't know this. So it caused me to just question myself and not be sure of myself. And I had a, I kind of went and I remote viewed and I got this scene of parents saying to this child, like kind of doing the same thing they did that the child did to me. And I realized I'm like, oh, I don't have to be angry or upset with this child because it wasn't their fault. They only did what was done to them. (laughs) And then, um, you know, of course, I was still upset. I still had to work through the emotion, right? We have to work through our emotions. They don't just go away because it wasn't that person's fault. Like, you know, it's still like soothing the inner child. It's acknowledging their feelings, that inner child's feelings um, and working through it. So what I saw, though, in the remote view was... um, you know, this kid talking to their parents, calling, you know, calling them out on the same thing and the parents saying, no, I didn't, you know, I didn't do that or that didn't happen or whatever, invalidating what they knew and creating this distrust. And that distrust was just created because of the other person's shame. So they kind of go hand, they kind of go hand in hand, right? That distrust and, um, and shame, right? gaslighting and shame like all of these things can go in hand in hand right depending on the situation so it's a long story but I just wanted to kind of share with you so that you could understand with me what what may be going on with you personally and what may be going on with your family or your friends right so these you know interpersonal relationship type issues apply to all things, right? We use these as metaphors because they are real. They are true. Like they're not just a sort of a story. They are true. And they apply to so many different types of relationships. And I want you to just start thinking about every single thing in your life is a relationship. And if every single thing in your life is a relationship, what kinds of relationships do you have? I want you to just think about that. Okay, what's my relationship with, say, um, my partner? Okay, what's that? What's my relationship with my parent? My, my uh, you know, uh, my mom, my dad, uh, you know, whatever caregivers, guardians, whatever you have as that, right? What is my relationship with my siblings? What is my relationship with uh, my boss, my clients? Uh, and, and then, you know, let's, you know, my pets. And then getting out of the people. What is my relationship with myself? What is my relationship with my money? What is my relationship with, uh, you know, authority bodies in my life? Not necessarily single individuals, but groups, right? What is my relationship with um, my business or, or my job, right? 
if my job were a person with a personality and we had a relationship, what does that relationship look like? Is it healthy? Does it feel good? Is it mutually beneficial? Is it loving? Is it compassionate and kind? Is, um, you know, if I'm in a relationship with money, what is that relationship like? Like, you know, do I feel abandoned by, by my, by that person or that, by that, you know, if money were a person, right? Um, do I feel abandoned or do I feel, re- do the, does, does, how does it feel toward me, right? Does it feel rejected by me? Does it feel um, underappreciated by me, right? All these things. So it's not just you, it's, it's the other thing that you're relating to. And so I, the reason I bring this up is just to really start looking very closely at how you relate to things. You know, I had a, a, a huge download about, you know, how I was treating my business and, you know, that, um, you know, I was going to this person and to that person and saying, hey, I need you to help me figure out how to do this or how to do that or you know, so that I can be successful in my business or whatever, right? And I mean, there's, there's so much in success, like, what does that even mean? (laughs) But, um, you know, there was so much of that, like looking outside of myself and looking at other people's, um, what I call human manuals, right? So a human manual is just, um, the way, you know, the, (laughs) I guess the order and operations, (laughs) order and operations and the policies in which you live and run your life and and those things are not stagnant they are dynamic they are dynamic which means they move they're they're in flow you know um and so they will change all the time they could change moment to moment and when we incorporate you know the idea of parallel realities that's, that's that that makes it even bigger you know like in terms of it changing and needing to be changed you need to update your human manual so um you know what I realized is that I was using other people's uh human manuals if you will in my business or with my body or whatever you know um oh I'm gonna try this diet over here because it works for these people well I'm not those people I am me right and maybe some of these things will work for me, but I won't know until I test it. And when I test it, it's not going to be everything about that person, that diet over there that's going to work for me. It's going to be maybe some of the things. And maybe those things won't work forever. Maybe they'll only work for me for like a little while for some reason, right? Because I have a relationship with my body that's unique and dynamic. So same with the business thing where I realized, oh my gosh, you know, if, um, if I'm taking like direction from other people and they don't even, they're not even running the kind of business I want to run or how I want to run my business, you know, um, I want to run my business from a, you know, an elevated consciousness perspective, an intuitive perspective a balance of the divine masculine divine feminine perspective I can't think of many people who do that who actually run their businesses like that especially not people who are selling how to run your business or how to market or how to make money or how to do this you know like none like none of them are running it the way I actually want to run my business so I'm like okay well then 
if nobody's running their business or nobody I've seen is running their business the way I would actually want to run mine, then why am I going to them for advice? It doesn't even make sense. You know, it's like, it's like if you needed your car fixed, you wouldn't go to a lawyer to get it fixed. You know, you'd go to a mechanic, right? But what happens when you are part of sort of like this new frontier, if you will, of a completely new way of being and existing and living and constructing life, there is no one for you to go to, really, really. I mean, you might have people who have some insights here and there, but but ultimately you have to go back to yourself, you know, and what I've had to do is I've had to actually start to acknowledge that my business has its own consciousness and that it has its own sort of desire in which it wants to expand and grow and express itself. And that's been, that's been my thing is, is connecting to the consciousness of these things, of my business or of money or whatever. How do you want to express yourself? Where do you feel uncared for? Or where do you feel like you're not getting what you need from me? So that's just a little about me on that front, but maybe that's something you can use in your own life. You know, if it were, if it had a voice, what would it say? You know, whatever the thing you're dealing with, if it had a voice, what would it say? Stop trying to figure it out from your perspective and recognize that there's a potential other perspective available to you and that that's connected to the larger truth, right? It might not be in agreement with a belief system you adopted as a child, but be willing to, you know, look at everything that's being shown to you. And I think most humans could really start using that to help themselves, to figure out for themselves what they believe is true. Don't believe me, okay? I'm like, I, I, I want you to feel like you can just be yourself when I'm around and um, you can be authentic. But I'm going to, I'm probably going to either call you out or I'm going to just sort of, I'm going to notice when I hear a belief system coming out and I, or I hear a programming, a, you know, a certain program coming out. And, um, I'm not much for confrontation, but you know, if you're like somebody who's like, I need you to call me out on my shit. Oh, don't worry. I will. <laughs> um, so I really wanted to share in this episode, you know, kind of an update on the collective and, and I kind of did that. I also wanted to talk a little bit about the grief, um, he, uh, grief healing a circle workshop. I know a little bit of a mouthful. Um, but basically I think a lot of us are grieving, right? We're grieving the loss of, you know, our, some, some people are, they're all grieving in different ways. We're all grieving in different ways because we're going through a purging. We're going through a huge purging, right? And things are going to change and they are not going to look the same as they were before 2020. I mean, they're not going to look the same as they were before all of that like there's there's going to be some big stuff changing so as we go through this grieving process you know you might have lost a family member you might have become unwell yourself maybe maybe you got sick or maybe something happened to you 
I mean, I freaking broke my foot this year. Like that wasn't fun. And that was a grieving process because it was like having to sit my ass back down in the chair and think about what I did. <laughs> I'm like, if, if, you know, um, as if uh, being imprisoned in my home wasn't bad enough. <laughs> so, you know, of course I have to break my freaking foot, you know, but um, I understand the lesson. So, you know, this is going to be really interesting and I'm grateful for it now that I've experienced it. So, you know, and the grief, um, you know, the grief that you might have also gone through is, is maybe loss of a job, loss of a relationship, loss of a freedom or specific certain freedoms that were really important to you. Um, you know, things can always change. So I, I don't want you to get too down into despair. Things are changeable. Reality is malleable. Okay. And the first thing you have to do is stop being in resistance to it and stop, um, ignoring it or avoiding it or pretending it's not there (laughs) just gonna put that in there gotta bite that bullet it doesn't mean you're okay with it it just means that you don't you're no longer fighting it okay um yeah so you know and then also grief around um my goodness, there's so much, you know, grief around like what's to come, like the fears of what's to come. So that grief or that helplessness or hopelessness, you know, the uncertainty, all of that. So um, that's why I was guided to do a um, grief healing workshop. And so this is for, I, I just created a space, a container for eight or nine souls Um, But we'll see what happens because I I sense this might be something that is needed ongoing. Um, And um, the intention is to just bring together people who are willing and open to just explore some of the things that they've been feeling and going through and really want a, a safe space to express themselves and then you know, second level of that is the is the guidance that I'll be tapping into each person's energy and giving them information about what they, um, what their guides or what their divine team has been trying to say, and maybe they haven't heard them, or you know, um, they're having a hard time with a certain aspect of that information. So. Yeah, if that sounds like something that you could use and, and um, you know, if you are grieving at this time, and again, it doesn't need to be, it need, doesn't need to be that you've lost a person um, or somebody's passed away. Um, grief can come about through losing friendships or, you know, uh, can come from losing a job or come from, you know, losing income or um, losing a losing freedom like there's so much more it's so much more than you know death of a loved one which of course is you know if you have if you've got that going on then I encourage you to come to this uh, event and it will be on um, December the 3rd uh, in the evening um, Eastern Standard Time I'll if you are interested and you want details, just send me an email. It will be in the show notes and or send me a DM on social media. And that will also be in the show notes. So I could probably go on for a lot longer. 
but I feel like I'm going to repeat myself too much. (laughs) Um, But it really suffice it to say is we're really learning about what truth is. We are learning about what empowerment is and we are learning, we are learning to sort of recognize when we're in cognitive dissonance. So, you know, when you are presented facts or evidence of something that contradicts your belief systems and then you reject the facts or evidence based on your belief system. So, no, I don't believe this is true, so I I just reject that, you know, rather than integrating them, right? And doing that inner work to grow and evolve your perspective and grow and evolve how you are perceiving truth and 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 you know, going into that next level of enlightenment, which is, I don't know, it sounds like an uber spiritual thing, but it, it really is just like seeing through the darkness, right? And, you know, you think you're in a room, but you're actually in a, um, you know, um, in a mansion. And then when you realize you're, you're actually not even in a mansion, you're in a city, you know, it just gets bigger and bigger. So, um, it's really about expanding your view, right? We're here for expansion. So um, I hope this was helpful to you. I hope you had a few realizations or downloads or epiphanies or what have you. Um, and I'm just and send, sending the intention that you receive quantum information through this, whether it's right now or later sometime in the future. Um, And, you know, listen to it again if it's helpful to you, if there's something in it that you're trying to understand or you're confused about something, you can send me a message on through social media or through email and I will do my best to answer it um, and probably put it up on another podcast. Please share this with somebody else who might need to hear this and um, yeah. I feel like there are a lot of loose threads, but I I sense that they just needed to be kind of um, poked at a little bit. (laughs) Um, Yeah, when you do this work, it feels like it's so ongoing. And, you know, I want to also say that this work is not something that you just stop doing one day. You know, you can because you can do whatever you want. You live in a free will universe. But... um, you know, people sometimes will say like, well, I am doing the work, but when's it going to be done? (laughs) This is not like a school assignment, you know, where like, oh, you finished the assignment, A plus for you. (laughs) You know, I wish, I wish it was like that, but, um, you know, school of life, if you will, is quite a bit different than academia. And, um, there's really nobody, giving you a check mark or giving you a gold star or an A plus or a percentage mark or whatever. Um, It's your own satisfaction of working through the things that you know you've struggled with and you've overcome, you know, and now you can help somebody else. You know, that's the point of all of this is that you get to the next level and now you're like, oh, I understand this I guess I could help somebody else 
So I'm going to end this here. I'm so grateful to you. I hope this was helpful. And I just want to send you guys all the love, all the blessings, um, and all, you know, really focus, you know, setting that intention um, to manifest in that higher timeline, your highest timeline, your own personal highest timeline, and the collective humanity's highest timeline, whatever that is for you, you know, I can't tell you what it is. And I don't think anyone else can tell you what that is. They can just tell you what they believe or what they think it might be. But ultimately, it's really up to you. And, you know, we're coming into a time where we're having to discern and learn our own truths. Um, you know, that aren't based on what other people say or tell us or, oh, they're a leading authority figure, so therefore they know the truth. It's like, well, they might know a truth. They might have some evidence and facts and things like that, but what's your truth and what feels right to you? You know, only you can answer that. So I love you all. Have a beautiful day beautiful week a beautiful month happy full moon that's coming up shortly i think like in a day or two um it is november 30th so blessings have an amazing day an amazing week bye